getting you today adam a uh, quality podcast that's what i'm hoping for always uh i did my rosa what's the you were lutheran no get the were fuck you catholic? out of here yeah catholic. okay catholics lutheran. are the one okay yeah. i took my sister to prom get out of here <laughs> catholics have the beads right with the rosary thing is that a yes. catholic thing yeah isn't that insane the rosary that is in that is bananas do multiple of the same prayer over and over yeah, it's like the religious push-ups. It's absurd to me. Yeah, but I mean, push-ups get you strong. These, uh, I mean, you act like doing the same prayer over and over is insane, but then like the most sane people in the world are like meditation's the way to go. Mm-hmm. And how how different is meditation from repetition of a prayer? Where it's 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 the same kind of same kind of deal. I guess here's where I differ, though. I think repetition of a, a mantra. If you mm-hmm. would, if you will, mm-hmm. is about focusing on the mantra and stuff. And this is like Jesus wants. I always took it as Jesus wants you to say more of this prayer. And it's like, come on, yeah. Dude. But the Lord's prayer is real. That's a solid one. That's not like Jesus asking you to do him some big favors. Well, or anything. also because I'm going to die on this hill. Mm-hmm. It, you don't. You can't focus on the prayer if you're saying it that many times. You, like, you can't really feel it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, who's focused on the mantra? Like, oh, that really does mean um diddly diddly. People aren't. It's just a thing that you say as on a plane once. But there's no, but you don't have to do a certain number of ohms. If you want to just do one, they're much looser on the. Yeah. Also, nobody's making you do a rosary. It's just a thing you can do if you want to do oh, it. I was made to do it. Actually, they do tell you to do a rosary if you're in confession. And then they go, nah, three rosaries will clear you. <sighs> and there's. Um, doesn't always work, but that's no. that's kind of their go-to if they don't have a good punishment. I was on a plane once. Uh, I'm gonna say there was a 14-year-old girl sitting next to me on the plane, and so we got we got into some turbulence. Mm-hmm. I like turbulence. I think it's a blast. <laughs> okay, I genuinely just sit there enjoying turbulence because you don't crash in turbulence. It's just it's it's a fun time. Turbulence, right? And she was losing her mind and busted out a rosary and was just flying through it oh my god um you have all these people like my plane almost i had a r- crazy our plane almost went down how many of it's just light turb how often does turbulence turn into a crash turbulence does not crash a plane ever like, i don't i don't believe turbulence has ever brought down a plane i heard that from dave coulier oh the authority on air aeroplanes i believe he is a pilot is and I now? heard him on another podcast say... Are you sure he like, didn't say he filmed a pilot? <laughs> that could have been it. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, boy, it went down in flames. Okay. No, he said, it's just like driving on a bumpy road. Okay. Turbulence doesn't bring down planes. But driving on a bumpy road can fuck up your car. You um, can bottom out, your shocks can go. That's true. Okay. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's so not, does the Dave pilots... know more about planes or metaphors? You know, because he can't be right on both. I think mostly uh, woodchuck dolls is okay. his area of expertise. There's also an element: if a plane crashes, I kind of like the fact that I don't have to worry about it. Like if I crash my car, I have to get out and exchange information and uh-huh. then figure out the phone number to my insurance company. That's the whole thing. I'd rather my car go off a cliff and I'm just like, that's out. Okay, it's you'd the rather... end of it. You'd rather die than do a little paperwork. A fender bender is worse than fucking lethal crash to me. <laughs> okay. I do not want to find out who my insurance agent is. I'm going to say, you really, you really don't like any sort of paperwork, any... 
Any appointment? I'm, I'm sitting here coaching Charlie through his getting on him about his registration, his insurance, his 401k. I've had my light out, my headlight on my car out for like a month more mm-hmm. than that because I just don't want to. I want to deal with it. I haven't had a teeth cleaning in 38 years. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I fixed the light and it did not fix. No, so it must be a other issue. I replaced the bulb. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, any sunny day I can be out like looking like I'm working on a car. It's the most mundane, changing the light bulb, not that difficult, but anytime I can be out there and a pretty gal walks by and it looks like I know what I'm doing. Fair enough. I feel pretty cool. How would you feel if you're out there washing your car, like uh, middle school style where you you put on the swimsuit and you get a bucket of suds? Yeah, I don't know. Not as cool, but I still think it would be kind of like a a nice way to wash a car. I'd save like 10 bucks. You save 10 bucks? I would get a little sun. That was a family activity back when I was growing up. We'd all... Yeah. Was that a thing you did? Yeah, you and all your brothers. It's like everybody gets their swimsuits on, and then at the end of it, you spray each other with a hose. And... Mm, no, my, I come from a broken home. Oh. so we Did you wash that? Try to fix it? Mm-mm. In front of the ladies? Nope. We uh... go, hey, ladies, I'm trying to fix my parents up again. Is that sexy to you? Hot sunny day? No? Yeah. Uh, maybe. One time I, I washed and waxed like a 97 Bonneville with like, I like took the time to wax it. Because it was just a nice day. I had nothing to do. And I'm like, she's not the prettiest, but she's mine. <laughs> I can't picture a Bonneville. In I didn't my head. mean to anthropomorphize it as a woman, but. Wait, can you anthropomorphize things as humans? That's what that is, right? Oh, wait. I thought it was for animals. Oh, it's when you make an animal a human. Oh, really? Not an object? No, you probably make anything, in a, anything a human. I was thinking it was when you made something an animal, but that's not right. Okay, what is that? Uh, animal promorphize. Okay. That sounds close. What's the th- what's the thing where you make someone a tasty cracker? Animal Animals cracker you- promorphize. Are you trying to set me up for something? I thought animal was a cracker for a second there. No, that's when you make them a, a yogurt. Not a Greek yogurt. More like a Dave Coulier sponsored yogurt. Okay, and this plane is crashing right into the Greek ocean. Um, welcome to the MS Chuck podcast, everybody. <laughs> Greek ocean. <laughs> I, I stand by. What is the Mediterranean Sea? That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I'm Adam, we got Charlie over here, and I have a, I have an important question for you, my gassy boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this guy, there, you know, there was this guy, and he, he liked, uh, he liked to put a little powder on his wig and go around inventing things, because, you know, pretty girls back then, you didn't have a car to work on, so you had to make things up. He had to invent a car so that he could go wash it. To attract a pretty lady. I'm talking about Benjamin Franklin. I should know a lot more about this man who is on money, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I want to take a... Uh, Actually, I'm very sure, <laughs> now that I think about it. Yep. Um, he's on the Benjamins, mm-hmm. known as the Hundreds. A hundred dollars. Is that an impersonation of someone? Yeah, my uncle told me once if I got straight A's, he'd give me a hundred dollars. And he only said it that way, which made me wonder, we are talking about one hundred dollars, right? I didn't get straight A's, so it never came up. Benjamin Franklin is on $100, the $100 bill. Yeah, no, I'm aware. Okay, and I would like to take a step back and uh, clarify, you don't believe that Benjamin Franklin invented the car. That was not... No, I'm I'm aware he didn't invent the car, but things. He was trying to help us get to the car. You you slipped that one in in a (laughs) way that I'm like, Mm -mm. like, I know Adam's no no fool, but um, let's let the listeners in on a little secret. Benjamin Franklin did not invent the car. What he Mm. did invent... A uh, bunch of other things. Yeah. I can name like five of them. 
Okay. See, I cannot. So let's start with the one we all know about, the light bulb. Yes. Uh-huh. That was... Uh, I don't want to say that was Edison. Wait, was Edison electricity or Ben Franklin? Ben Franklin discovered electricity. Oh, Lord. Did not invent electricity, but well, found no, out I'm aware. It. I'm aware. Uh-huh. And then Edison came across the old incandescent light God bulb. God damn it. I can't leave this in the podcast. I got those two mixed up. Nah, you leave it in. Now, the old... Can you can you understand why I would think someone who, who invents a lot of things took electricity, made a light bulb, rather than being like, I invent things, and also I discover things? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll back it up, because Franklin, okay. not necessarily... He, so, he's an inventor... Uh-huh. But he's also just like general science. Yeah. Back in the day, you could be really famous if you were rather intelligent and very curious. <laughs> and that's where Benjamin Franklin finds himself. I'm one of those two. Um, very curious? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do kind of wait to ask me a question once a week. I think curious people, they're aware of the internet, they get on there. But I'll give it to you. You like yeah, to learn. Curious does not meet ambition. That's that's fair. They, they're not synonymous. Those two. Mm-hmm. You like to have the information when it comes learning to learning once a week. It's a bit of a chore in my in my um in the room where I've been living for the past month. Mm-hmm. Um. So old Benji Franklin, he has what's known as the uh, the farmer's almanac. Okay. No, like a foot condition. That's not right. The farmer's almanac is uh, what we write down the weather in. That's a whole different thing. Okay. I think every year we write down what happened over the course of the year. By hand? It's probably digitized now. Mm -hmm. But for someone go back. Oh, man, what a job that would be. I think for a long time we've been writing down, you know, it was really hot for a while. We grew a bunch of crops. Um, The crops all burned. A bunch of locusts came. And then when somebody goes, what's going on with these locusts? They flip back through this farmer's almanac and they discover. Oh, yeah. It was the. God was mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We figure this out every 40 years. You ever read that uh, Little House on the Prairie book? I did not. Was I... that just one book? Seven books. Gotcha. Started out Little House on the Prairie. It's the TV show. Little House in the Big Forest. That's book number one. Okay. So you read it. My mother read it to me. God, see, we didn't have... I like this policy. The reading to the children? Yeah, but like a, like actual novels, not just... Once there were no pictures, my parents... <laughs> maybe they were uninterested. They're like, we like the pictures, so... <laughs> My parents read me more books than I have read in the last four years. They haven't read me more books in the last four years, but you see what I'm saying? Oh, I see. As a child, I was read more books than I have voluntarily read. Excluding children's books? I'll exclude children's books. I'll keep it to just novels. Okay. And Um, you stand by that? They never read me any. How many books have you read in the last four years? I was on like a book a month pace for two years. And now I just... When did you read? Well, I don't know anymore. Probably, I think I got a smartphone... And then I'm like, well, this is just easier thing to look at than a book. A book oh. takes focus. Smartphone takes zero focus. So you're carrying focus. a book around with you? No. You're a book guy? No, nah, I just read for like, you know, 45 minutes a day or something before bed or some point in the day. Before bed. That's a tough one for me. Puts you asleep well. It does. So. Do drugs. I addressed the farmer's almanac. Um, oh, I didn't bring up why I brought up uh, Little House in the Prairie. There's a chapter in that. I think it's something like Little House in the Big Field or something. Uh-huh. And uh, a swarm of locusts comes down. There's literally a chapter where they're being just bombarded by a bunch of grasshoppers and they eat all the crops and they have to move because of that. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, doesn't that sound fake? It sounds fake. But I think it's a, it's had to have happened. It has. I guess they didn't. Yeah, the Old Testament. They, they claim, call it a plague of locusts, huh? Yeah, but it happens in the U.S. It happens over in the Old Testament. 
Yeah. Bananas. Regardless, uh, Farmer's Almanac, not what Benjamin Franklin wrote. He wrote Poor Richard's Almanac. Poor what? Poor Richard. Rich man, rich dad, poor dad? No. Rich no. inventor, poor inventor. Yeah. For some How reason, to get yourself on the $100 bill and more with Ben Frank. Oh, I did that. <laughs> That's what everybody does these days. You get any sort of notoriety, somebody ghostwrites you a book, and people... I don't understand who's buying some of these books. Yeah. Megan Kelly puts a book out. Who's buying that and reading that? I think it's very interesting, these people who make their money off self-help books. And then it's like, what did... I'm sure they did something before that, but... Chapter three, it's very write weird a when, self-help book is kind of... Yeah. I mean, you hear about like passive... In, everyone's like, you got to make passive income. And it's like, how do you make your passive income? They're like, I write about passive income. And it's like, well, right. that's not... Yeah, it's like uh, it's like these comedians. It's a pyramid scheme of fucking blogs. That's what it is. These comedians where all their bits are about how they're just doing a show, mm-hmm. and you're like, "When did the original show happen?" We're all just it's all <laughs> too meta. That's fun. Pyramid schema, comedy bits. Do that tonight. All jokes about something that happened after a show. Oh boy, I hate that. That's that's the opposite of what I want to be doing. Uh-huh. I want to be all jokes about things that I pulled out of the washing machine. That's, okay. I just mean mundane things. Okay, I was gonna. I was asking, like, do you think of a washing machine as being multi-purpose or socks, free, free dollars? Uh, okay, stuff just like the that. laundry. I don't know if you washed everything in your washing machine. Could we wash more stuff in our laundry machine? In our <laughs> yeah, what would happen if we put some pots and pans in there? Probably yeah. that. I know that that would be bad. Yeah, I don't need to make that a hypothetical. Or like the put a table in a tub. Put a table in a tub. A table fit in the tub. What not table? not kitchen table, but like oh, okay. a coffee table and end table. All right. That's not an efficient way to go about it, though. Maybe not. We could wash it in the driveway as girls come by, like, hey, boys, you're washing that lamp? (laughs) (laughs) Then they know know we both have uh, chests that we could take our shirts off with and Mm -hmm. coffee tables. Yep. Gals love a man with a coffee table. For sure. Work hard and then put your feet up after. That's what I like to yell at people walking down the street. (laughs) Okay. So, we got uh, the what? The poor rich... So Ben Franklin, he's a uh, little bit of a Boston, Boston hero. That's where all the did cool... he say freaking retarded dude all the time? Actually, uh, no. And I'm not just changing where I'm going to say he lived so that you don't get to say queer for the rest of the episode. Okay, it's but, fine if you say it that way. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's allowed as long as it's on a Boston accent. I'm going to change. He wasn't from Boston. All these other founding fathers are from Boston. He was from the nation's capital. You know it? Philadelphia. Okay. I, I thought you were going there. Uh, I was trying to trick you there, Adam, and did the old move of not talking. Smart mm-hmm. Declaration of Independence. Was that Philadelphia? That was indeed. Mm-hmm. Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. Liberty Mutual. Yeah. Bell's it, palsy. Yeah, that's when your face doesn't move. Oh, really? Expressionless? I, yeah, your face freezes up and you can't really move it. Does anyone call it like asshole syndrome? Uh, well, I if think, you explain to people, I'd be like, wow, that guy's pretty... Rude. I think you do have to go... Because, I mean, it goes away. It's like your face freezes up for a week. Oh, really? And then you get rid of Bell's palsy. Drink some apple it's juice. It's a passing... It just passes? It just comes in the night? Yeah. It's a huh? temporary thing. I think my dad had Bell's palsy for like a week. And he just... Well, he looked the same. Like he was disappointed <laughs> okay. in me. But, All right. So, Ben Franklin, he's a... Uh, this is probably... He's poor Richard, I'm going to say, when he still had a little hair on the top of that pot-bellied head mm-hmm. and uh he's in filling he's he's going around he's trying to figure some stuff out he the old wives tale is that he flew a kite 
kite got struck by lightning. Yeah. And he needed that to discover electricity. With a key. Yeah. And then a, he took the key back. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to say, he didn't just, he wasn't flying a kite so this with intel- a key in the rain. Right. <laughs> with no theories. <laughs> right, right. But also, he was just flying a kite? With no theories? This is how he passed his time? No, and, I think he was like, I want to know what's going on. Right. So, yeah. There he, was no just, oh, now that I think about it. He wasn't both the dumbest and <laughs> luckiest man in the world. Mm-hmm. He's like, great, great kite flying weather here. Yeah. Uh, Which it well, clearly wasn't. <laughs> right. No, he decided, I think he had his theories about, hey, every once in a while, we get these lightning storms. Bingo, bango, they smash a tree down. I have a question, conspiracy theory here. How was he flying a kite if it was raining? I feel like that rain would beat that kite right down with, without some pretty intense wind. Yeah, especially those storm rains. Yeah, those, those are heavy drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, ben, ben Franklin is flying a kite in a storm, heavy drops, eye drops. Ben, who was that guy that advertised the eye drops? Win Ben Stein's money. Yes, Ben Stein. Mm-hmm. He's a real Republican. What did he do? I think he was like, uh, in the 90s, he was like in the, he was a Republican member of like the Federal Reserve or something. Okay. And then. uh, Then he flipped into energy. But he was also an actor. Okay. He was on Win Ben Stein's money. Hmm. Kind of liked him. Yeah. I don't don't know. I just know he helped people get rid of their eyes, their bloodshot eyes when they're high. Mm -hmm. So a lot of eye drops. So he, he discovers electricity and he. It's not like he discovered electricity and then nope, everyone just knew about it. He, he writes it down in the old Poor Richie's Almanac. Mm-hmm. And I think then, so that's his discovery. His invention is the uh, lightning rod. Right? Okay. Yeah. And I don't know, do you know why people have lightning rods? To take the lightning instead of something you don't want to take lightning. Yeah. It's I just believe. so you don't, your house doesn't get destroyed, right? Yeah, I believe so. Do we still have those on most houses? No, not on most houses. Probably just if you're up on a hill. Maybe that. And I think it's just so that something taller is near, but I don't like big buildings in town might. That makes sense. Because I think it can look for an area. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's well, right. If there's a really tall house right next to mine, it's just it's going to go that. And if there's a really big building, like a block, couple blocks away, it goes for the tall trees. So you Mm -hmm. throw one of those on a tall building. But if you're on a short building, because it's a weird idea where you're like, Come and get me lightning. But right. I guess they, they do a pretty good job of not. I really want my car to get struck by lightning. That... So that you can do that thing where you just jump out and you're fine. Because it's on rubber. What are you talking about? If your car gets struck by lightning, it's like got a charge. But like you're not going to get struck because your car's... Oh. It's not grounded. All right. I don't know. That like... was an example I was taught as a child when it was supposed to be very simple. They were trying to keep it simple. Stupid. About that logic, can I like be struck by lightning but I'm wearing shoes and then I'm not grounded? See, that's the thing. No. Okay. So he invents the lightning rod. People love him. He writes it down in his almanac. Why do they love him? Is he, were there, was it fire starting because of lightning? I could see some... They might not have loved him, but this was the, during the time when <laughs> okay. uh, people read the paper all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of the guest columnist. You know those, those ladies in the paper you write and you go... Hey, my husband is uh, cheating on me. What should I do? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. He's the Dear Abby, except of science. What? So they, really? They turn to, I don't think they write him letters, but they turn to page that three. That would be fun. Hey, why does this happen? And they're like, well, actually. Yeah, that's not a bad system. No. That's actually, I think, what like Bill Nye's show is based on. Does he take a lot of questions? 
I feel like he does. That's I got annoyed. I saw him on one thing go. People always ask, does, does hot ice or hot water freeze faster than cold water? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. Go do an experiment. And I'm like, dude, yeah. just tell me. I'm not six years old. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get excited by. You're the fucking authority home on Home experiments. Thing. Also, I would say go do an experiment. I would just Google it and Google. No, I know. And I think I did. And I think Google's like, he told us not to tell. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to go to page two on a Google search for this simple question. Or resort to Bing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he's making a name for not himself, but for someone else mm-hmm. as poor Richard. And then uh, they figure out all sorts of, I think he invented the stove, uh, some sort okay. of new stove, wood, not no. a wood burning stove. I think they had those. Um, but a different one, maybe mm-hmm. the the second second generation of stoves. That was him. Okay, and then uh, the bifocal. Yeah, which I, I gotta say, I'm not super impressed by that one. No, it's it's pretty cut and paste, one half onto another. It seems like yeah, he knew. Hey, we two other people invented these forms of glasses. Mm-hmm. What if they were just on the same pair of glasses? So he makes a name for himself that way. And I guess at the time there were only so many people. So, he's also probably got... <laughs> Unlike today. <laughs> well, there there's, are... There's so many there's no people now. To, yeah. yeah. So, we've got this whole thing going on over in England, you know, King uh, Georgie Boy, and we've got all these people over here, and they say we're not a fan, and so, Ben Franklin, I don't think he's one of the catalysts. He's not one of the angriest dudes, mm-hmm. but I think he likes going to the meetings. Yeah. These folks have meetings. He wants to keep up. He's a smart guy. He's like, I should probably know. So he's one of the founding fathers as he, he just shows up and he, he throws his two cents in there. And he's just, he's one of their smart guys. He's got some pretty valuable two cents. He's the the Mark Cuban of the revolution. Okay. I think we like Mark Cuban at the moment. I can't keep track of these what CEOs. What did he make money for? What does he work? Cuban? Yeah. What's he rich for? I mean, he owes, owns the Mavericks. Mm. Before that, I'm going to say a clothing line? Interesting. I don't know. Entrepreneurship. That's what he's famous <laughs> for. Uh-huh. So people people turn to Franklin. One of Franklin's uh, classic. He's a he's a whimsical fella. He kind of embraced uh, the hair and the bifocals and his whole look. So that the whole debate about uh, bird, na- national bird. Mm-hmm. He was like, wouldn't the turkey be funny? Because I kind of look like a turkey. Did he say that? He wanted a national bird to be a turkey. Interesting. This is a classic Ben Franklin contribution. One of the uh, well-known facts about him. Why Why was this pull for turkey? Because he's like, turkeys are uh, actually very smart, even though they look like they're idiots. Okay. And then everyone went, is this just a metaphor for you, Ben? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, what are we going to do? The bald eagle, the big tough guy who beat me up in middle school? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what they did. Yeah, we're going to use it to indoctrinate people. Mm. It plays into this whole America's tough, America's great. Yeah, that's a good point. America's fierce. If we had gone with the turkey, like old Benji liked, would we just be like a more humble nation? We might be. Also, what are these other countries' state birds? We wouldn't wear wear t-shirts with our own national bird on them like we do now. Mm Mm-hmm. That's off-putting, isn't it? Yeah, or we would wear t-shirts with the with the turkey on them, and we'd just be like... Humbled by it. Yeah, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. We're just, you know, trying to make it in life just like uh, all the other countries. And then would we be using our hand to draw bald eagles? Because that, that would not... That would be tough. We would have to have 
weird hands. I'd be more patriotic if I could trace my hand and it looked like a bald eagle. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> then I'd get on board a little quicker. All right. So I guess that's kind of what the uh, the rock and the thumb and the the surfs up. Surfs up. I feel like you trace that. You get a little bit of a bald. You got to draw a head on there though. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. We'll, we'll let uh, new new submission contest. You guys draw, show us how to a hand best resembles a bald eagle. Send in your photos. We'll put them up on the Adam S. Chuck podcast fridge, which will be holding meat for the barbecue. Mmm. ACP BBQ is a big hit. Everyone loved it. <laughs> um, we assume this episode will be released following the barbecue. So. For as humble and turkey-looking as Benjamin Franklin is, he also was uh, a well-known philanderer. Philanthropist? No. Well, maybe that too. Okay. He did a little bit of everything. I picture, is philandering... Okay, first it sounds just like flopping around. What do you call that? Uh, Floundering. Yes. Now, is philander like sleeping around? He slept around. Oh, do you think he floundered while he philandered? Uh, probably. Did I mean, Ned, wait, Flander? Like Ned Flanders? Was Ned Flanders fucking around? Oh boy, a lot of, a lot of close knit words here. Ph. Philander. 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 Flander. Flounder. All right, it sounds stupid when you when you say them all back to back. My way of clarifying it to you is repeating back to you what you said, and just hoping you fill in those blanks. Um. No, he would go to... I think he was our uh, ambassador to France. Okay. We had an ambassador to France? Yeah, because we were, we were in with the French. We liked the French. Uh, okay. But were, was this before we were our own... Uh, so, this was post-Revolutionary War? So, here's what I'm going to say Franklin did. <clears throat> Franklin, before the Revolutionary War, he would go over to France and he'd go, Hey, guys, here's the deal. Let me tell you about America. It's great. You want to come over? We'll show you a good time. We'll, we can go to Boston. You can say queer there. They don't even mind. No, they prefer it. And people go, that sounds like a great country. We're into it. And then, so he's got kind of the relationship with France. And he's okay. keeping that established pre-Revolutionary War. England, uh, probably not a fan of him. Franklin says, I'll give you my big turkey middle finger to you. Okay. Then the whole the war occurs, bingo bango, Franklin and the US come out on top. Now, Franklin's a celebrity. He signed his name to the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. We win, and now all these founding fathers, they're just they made the right call. Yeah. So did you bring up the French thing? Because he philandered a lot in France. So I think he had a probably had a wife here. Uh-huh. He had an old wife's tale over here. And he would hop on a boat every six months or so, go back over to the place where George Washington names him the ambassador to France. Because he goes, good job, pre-world revolutionary war. Mm-hmm. Franklin just goes over there and he sleeps with some French dames. Okay, he didn't have a separate family. That Maybe. blows me away, the two-family move. Yeah, I you mean. You know that some of us are doing? Thomas Jefferson did that. Did he now? Well, he owned his the rest of his family. Oh, well. That's... I mean, yeah, not to not to dismiss it, but um, also, yeah, I'll throw a clause in here. Franklin accomplished a bunch of good stuff. Probably also, like, in addition to the philandering, horrible dude. Probably. That's probably safe to say. Yeah. So, just... I mean, by by our measures, I don't think there were any good dudes back then. No. And if Some you want to... definitely, you know... Yeah. Not I... that it's all context, but context alone, I don't think there were many good dudes back then. I think that's fair. 
Um, but if you want to throw an asterisk on the um, title of the episode, and then we'll put a little thing in there that says Ben Franklin, actually, uh, probably not a good dude. Yeah. If you look in these footnotes. Right. He hit his kids once. Hit him or ate him? Hit him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eating, that's a, boy, that's a different podcast. It's more of a lifestyle. I'd listen to that. A lot of people would, they're into those kind of podcasts. Cannibal podcasts? Yeah, just crime. Hmm. Who are those people who ate each other out on the trail? Uh, the kids blowing each other down by the park. <laughs> <laughs> no, the people on the Oregon Trail, they all ate each other. Oh, I see. I don't know. Wait, the fa- Oh, the family? The family. Oh, uh, yes. What are they called? The, um... Not Manson's family. There's something. There's the Partridge family. That's it. Was it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Partridge family? Did they... This was family Robinson. They built in the trees. That's what I was thinking of Partridge, because Partridge in a pear tree made me think of the trees. Um... I would like to think of their name. We, whatever. I feel like we almost did an episode on it. The Partridge Family? No, the ones that ate each other. Oh, maybe. I always got the Partridge Family and Swiss Family Robinson confused. That's literally what I just did, and you looked at me like an idiot for explaining why I got them confused. I tuned out. <laughs> you just heard the free association, but that was literally that was why I got screwed up. All right, cut, all right, cut the part where I was not listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so some. He, he, no family, just sleeping around in France. He's over there. He's also one of these original Freemasons. Yeah, what is all that? Okay, so... Is that like the Elks Club? Did you fart? No. Okay. That's the password to get into the Elks Club, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the answer, too. You have to, did you fart? I go, what? <laughs> and then you have to know the follow-up, which is, ah, never mind. <laughs> Uh, no, the Freemasons. So, I, w- I will I'll admit a good amount of what I know about uh, the 18th century Americas just comes from uh, National Treasure, which okay. I maintain. Very honest of you. I think National Treasure, very enjoyable movie. Okay. Um, the twist of the film is that Justin Bartha was the true National Treasure the whole time. Follow Charlie at um, CP Coges on a, Twitter. That's a 2013er right there. Mm-hmm. Figured I could sneak that one in. Nobody used to follow me then. Yeah, so that all takes... So, the Freemasons, they're the guys with the... Uh, not, they've yeah, got, the little pyramid with the eye. The pyramid with the eye. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the Illuminati who make the pyramid with their hands. Different Okay, that's of, also how you're taught to catch a football, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what the Illuminati are doing. Uh-huh. It's just, also how you you make a crude image of, of a, a, a large vagina. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a fun one, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll bleep out large. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so these Freemasons, this is essentially, it started as a club with the founding fathers and all their buddies. Okay. They like sauna? I think these guys, they would just, they like to go either leave their wives and cheat on them with people in France. Okay. Or they'd be getting out of the house. Their wives would be like, hey, what are you guys up to? They go, I'm going to the Freemasons meeting. And then half of them would go there and they just talk about how much they like cheating on their wives together. And half of them would go cheat on their wives. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I think the... Here's my theory on the Freemasons. It was just an Elks Club. Same kind of idea. All right. Guys with some time to kill. And they used to get together and be like, we're the smartest dudes in town. Okay. And now it's got all this mystique about it. Yeah. But it was never that... They they don't decide anything. 
they did, but not there. They were like, we're going to publicly decide things in government. So what else, what else do you think we're deciding in private? We're very open about what we're deciding. Yeah, that's the, the Freemasons used to, there's the same figures. Mm-hmm. Would, so they would just, I guess they didn't want all the discourse. But yeah, it's just people to get together and talking. Yeah. Now they don't. I, why, they, why is it on the money? The Freemason stuff? Yeah. Because the, the, all the people who came up with the money, like Hamilton, this Hamilton fella, he was probably one of the Freemasons and he said, I'll sketch that on there. They literally, they were just like a, a kid in school who made like a cool, his initials look cool in graffiti and he's like, might as well put that on the money. Yeah. We didn't just, have that much stuff to put on the money. band logo. I mean, look at the fucking buildings we put on our money. It's very boring. We have buildings that no one cares about. It's like yeah. Thomas Jefferson lived in this house once. Let's put that on the $5 bill. That's really? It's baloney. Okay. Not the five, but whatever he's on. I should look more at money. Um, First, I got to find some of it. You know what I mean? Tell me about it. I ever tell you about the guy that I worked with? I thought of him today. I was near that part of town. I worked pizza delivery with a guy mm-hmm. who he would get all of his money in $2 bills. He would uh, go to the bank. It was very interesting. What was his thinking here? I think it was just like his thing, and he thought it was cool. I think it's dumb. However, today I realized people don't see those that often. You're probably spreading joy when you're like, here's a $2 bill, and someone's like, oh, I forgot about these. I tipped with a $2 bill, Mary, this week. Okay. Uh, I don't think what I was your, what was your right, total? What was your tab? Like $5. Oh, okay. Cool. Um... Because I was best man in the bachelor party, playing the bachelor party. So we're going to go to a strip club, loaded up on a bunch of ones. Mm-hmm. My roommate, Jeremy, he throws some twos in there. Okay. Good move. Yeah. The strip is he really like, you slip a two in. Uh-huh. You hold it upside down, looks like a five. Uh-huh. And then we, uh, <laughs> we were getting this uh, Uber out there and uh, the groom, the uh-huh. groom declared we are not going to a strip club. Yeah. So I just had... Ones and twos on me. Yeah, what are you going to do? Nothing, yeah. Speaking of the ones and twos, we got Adam here. Check, check. Charlie there. Charlie over here. I don't know if I'm the one or the two. Uh, Okay, so they literally just had a club and they put it on the bills. Um, Is the Freemason still exist or is that just a... It still exists. Really? There's that Masonic building like down the street here. Masonic Temple. Masonic Temple. I think like the Freemasons probably own a share of that, but also they just host weddings and stuff. Huh. Okay. And I think if you ask the Freemasons, hey, what do you do? They're all like, oh, nothing. We just, uh, you know, it's just a club. But then they try to make it seem like it's more than a club. Mm-hmm. But they're just trying to seem cool. It's actually just a club, I think. Okay. Fair enough. They haven't decided anything in yeah. 250 years. I can't years. imagine. It doesn't seem like it. Okay. So he's cheating Freemasons. So that's, I don't know. He's just, uh, essentially, he's the, the king of Philadelphia. He's just, he came up with, I believe, their fire department. Um, For someone going to France all the time, why do you live in Philadelphia? You think uh, he'd live in, like, on the coast? It's pretty close I mean, to it's, the coast. Uh, isn't it, like, two hours by car? To the coast? Maybe not. You could be, I think, I think you get to the coast pretty quick from Philly. All right. I could be wrong. Put in a buggy? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get on a horse, Paul Revere style. Mm. One if by. He's the only, the horse guy you know? Yes. Okay. The fastest horse guy I know. I'm right. in Seabiscuit. <laughs> but Seabiscuit was one a girl for another episode. Is that true? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the next barrier we've got to break. Is a, uh, a do they race? Horse, do they race, race horse? One gender of horses? I think it's all it's all studs. It's all the men. Are they? Because I could see him being clunky. I don't know. Like 
the lions that hunt are the are the gals. The guys are just oh really? Yeah. Oh. The what, guys are, are too guys big do? and powerful. They get too exhausted. They're just there to like protect the tribe. Hmm. So they just lay around and nap. Who fights the the lions? The male lions. <sighs> Good Who question. Who's their predator? I don't know. They, yeah, you're right. They're they just they're really their job is kind of outdated. They're like, we gotta hang back, protect the tribe, and then they're like, sounds good. And yeah, that's their, it. Sounds like their Freemasons Club, if you ask me. <laughs> good move on them. All right. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I don't have more for you, Adam. That's no, pretty much that's all okay. I know about uh... King of Philly Declaration and his job post war was as an ambassador. I think so. I think okay. he just he got a cushy. Uh, hey, you go to France. Five times a year, kind of job. How long did that take? Going to France? Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a long, long boat ride. I mean, he kind of excused the cheating for just being on a boat that long. I think that probably holds up. <laughs> okay. In <laughs> family court. Yeah. Well, you giving me some stuff. Uh, you gave me not all of the inventions that I, I I wanted, but I don't know if there's that many more. Honestly. Okay. I think it's just a little more curious. Um, yeah, but, curious about the the gals. Indeed. Uh, so, papers due next Tuesday. All the least listeners can send those in. All right. Well, it sounds uh, sounds like an interesting dude. Asterisk. Yes. Not a good dude. Anyway, follow us on the old Twitter twat and, uh, <laughs> you know, keep leaving those SoundCloud comments. Yeah, like tell them. Spotify to uh, accept SoundCloud and, and then we'll be on there for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I've got for, for the evening and, uh, hope you enjoyed the barbecue. Brushing your teeth. Uh Uh-huh. Tartar.